This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Welcome to the Ben's Podcast today. Tim Ben's with you on a Wednesday, mixing in a little college basketball. Wanted to talk about Duquesne and their preseason ranking in the A-10 coaches poll. They were listed as fourth among the 15 teams in the A-10, and that's not a surprise to Joe Lenardi, the ESPN bracketologist who was in town recently. Had a chance to catch up with him at Duquesne's season ticket holder event that they had to introduce the teams, the men's and women's teams, that have him back on October the 5th. Lenardi was in town, and he sort of gave a talk about bracketology, how that all works, how the seating system works, and all the data that goes into it. And after he was done with that, we talked about the state of Duquesne basketball, the state of the A-10, and frankly, the state of bracketology big picture, and how teams do get into the NCAA tournament. And he seemed to have a prediction that was very much in line with what ended up being the case in the preseason coaches poll for the A-10 and the Dukes. Certainly the turnaround that occurred last year has set the table for this, right? I mean, you know, we're here a month before the season start, and there's probably three or 400 people talking about Duquesne basketball. And I'm no lifelong expert on Duquesne basketball, but I suspect that that hasn't been an annual event, right? Uh... So that tells you something right out of the gate. Now, in a couple weeks when we get to media day, if I had a guess, I would say Duquesne will be picked third or fourth. Okay. Uh, and, and while some may not jump up and down about that, like that's out of 15. And how many times 
in the last 30 years has Duquesne been picked in the top three or four in the league? I'm guessing less than a handful. And, and you know, it's because of Keith and his ability to keep tweaking the roster. And now they're older, right? And they've got I, – I, I don't know if there's a star in the front court, but there's plenty of options. And that's usually good enough in our league. And then you have to have great guards. And he does. You know, when you and Keith were both talking, you referenced the math yeah. as it gets into the brackets by the time we get to March. So this might be a bit of an antiquated question, and it might just be specifically about the polls themselves, but you use the word turnover. And it's not just with Duquesne. It's with yeah. everybody's got turnover. Right. Because people are getting so conditioned to that, do you think there's a little less bias and a little more room for growth in our minds as a collective media to look at college basketball and let an open field develop during the course of the year, getting getting ranked and getting publicity and realizing who's good by the time we get to March? Well, let's separate rankings from actual performance okay. because they're not always related. Like Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, Miami, I don't think any of them were near the top ten at any point last year, but they made up three-fourths of the Final Four. Now, I watch a fair amount of Mountain West basketball because I'm a bit of an insomniac during the season. Uh, I knew San Diego State was very good because they were older. I knew Florida Atlantic was very good. I I wouldn't have said they were Final Four good, but they had great guards. So, thankfully, the tournament has become a better equalizer of the state of the sport than the rankings, if that makes any sense. It does, actually. Because we're conditioned as people who rank to kind of default to the known versus the unknown. Yeah. Yet, yet, the game is still played by five kids in the tournament on a neutral court in a one-and-done situation, which means you have an off day, even as a big favorite, you can be in trouble. And anybody who doesn't believe that just needs to know the letters UMBC, right? And that's why it's so important going forward to maintain the path into the field for all of Division I and for them to have that opportunity because this Duquesne team could get hot like Florida Atlantic did. If, if, if we had looked at their roster at the beginning of last year and Duquesne today, mm-hmm. without knowing anything about what happened after with Florida, you would go, they're not crazy far apart. Like, you'd go, well, if they can do it, we can do it. So the three or four other teams that you would put potentially in that top four or five range for the 810, are they as old as Duquesne? Do they have the age that Duquesne uh, has? The A-10 as a whole is older, yes. Uh, because through retention and transfers, that has happened. Now, not every team. Uh, you know, VCU is kind of starting over. Uh, with some older guys and some not. Dayton is has enough of what should have been a ranked team last year and just never really 
what do we say now? Failure to launch. Yeah. They just yeah. never really didn't. Now it was some on court stuff, some bad losses early, the tragedy with the coach's daughter. We we don't really know off the court, right? Like we assume we know. Yeah. But but we don't. Like, the human element is significant. Uh, but, yeah, they would be picked. I, my top three would be Dayton, VCU, and Duquesne. Uh, and and I flip back and forth between VCU and Duquesne for second. When, and that's, you know, all you want is that double bye, right? You don't want to have to win more than three games come Brooklyn. So when, as you answered a question from somebody in the crowd, if you're going to set the over-under for an A-10 amount of teams in the tournament, you're looking at one and a half and probably go over? Yeah, I think the league needs to do a much better job out of league to get back to being comfortably a three- or four-bid league again. And I don't know that the infrastructure of the sport will allow for that. Yeah, those are going to be my next question. I, I just... You know, I, I there was just a reunion, 20-year reunion for the great St. Joe's team, which was one seed, number one team in the country at the end of the regular season, et cetera. By the metrics now in place, that team would not have gotten a one seed, which my eyes tell me as a basketball observer, in addition to an analyst, it's just as a basketball person, I go, that's nuts because that team was wasn't good. That team was great. They lost Oklahoma State eventually? Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, by a, yeah. you know, a, by a basket. With three NBA players? Correct. And, and look, we had NBA players too. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Y- y- you know, it was it was a generational team. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, and I am concerned about, you know, kind of the inexorable shift to more and more power schools. Like, if, if Three years or five years from now, the Big Ten has 20 teams. They're not doing that to send seven. Actually, they're only doing it for football. They're not doing it to send seven teams to the tournament because they already have that. Yeah. Like, they're going to want 14, 15, and bigger is coming. It just needs to be managed. And, you know, influencers, and, and maybe I'm one, need to kind of be out in front of that saying, all right, Let's keep it no less fair than it is today. So do we get to a point eventually where the conferences are so super saturated in size because of football that we go back to, you know, some of what we used to see? And, and frankly, like, you know, there's a school down the road in Robert Morris that's in six conferences at the same time. Yeah. Are we going to get to that eventually where, like, football is its own thing and maybe there are, you know, within schools you're in various conferences? Well, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to football doing its own thing. Uh, I, I, I don't think I would be opposed to football disappearing altogether, only because invariably I'm going to give some school a spot from the wrong league at the wrong time on national television. <laughs> because you, you almost can't avoid making mistakes yeah, keeping track of it, right? going forward. But, no, more seriously... I think there will be a push for football independence, if you will. But I don't know if the TV partners really want that, and that includes my own employer. Right? Like, we have the ACC network. We have the SEC network. I don't think they want to dilute the inventory of those 
channels. So I mean, I'm not a programmer. I'm a bracketologist. Like, football just doesn't really fit in any bucket. Exactly. Including Title IX, frankly. Well, it screws up Title But IX. But yeah. you're not ever going to, like, win the politically correct bracketologist of the year award by saying that. I, the, I'll end it on this then. So with the conference challenges being what they are, can we work out the math portion of this at all so that good, that traditional rivalry scheduling, is there any way to get scheduling to be more streamlined and easier for conferences like the A-10 um, so other schools don't avoid it because of the mathematical component, the risks of the mathematical the, There needs to be some kind of incentive so that Duquesne always plays Pitt. And frankly, that Duquesne always plays Robert Morris. Right. You know, I will... You know, we're very blessed in Philly that the Philly Big Five, they all play each other. Yeah. And have since 1956. Like, no other... No other multi uh, school Division One town has anything like that, and there are threats to it constantly. And 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 I think the only way is to incent the power schools in or penalize them for not playing true road games, or you know requiring schools within you know some certain geographic mm-hmm. you know th- there needs to be bracket geofencing, I guess. Um, because those rivalries are what make the sport. And if football's dumb enough to align themselves out of that, frankly, basketball, there's room on the schedule for that. Like, Dayton should play Xavier. Yes, right. They, yeah. just, they just should. Maryland should play Georgetown. You know, like, and it has to be so that, like, if Pitt comes in here and loses, that it doesn't cost them a tournament bid. And, and that, or vice versa. So that kind of has to be factored more into the process and the formula. I'm happy to help. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so my thanks to Joe Lenardi. Tomorrow on the podcast, Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network. He also does the preseason games for the LA Rams. Of course, the Rams playing the Steelers on Sunday. So we'll hear from somebody who knows the team well. And Andrew, and of course, we can talk the rest of the league with him. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. 
Facebook on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. As well, this is Breakfast with Ben's.